Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, Mike and Chad are joined by BioCiv to catch each other up on the games they've been playing recently. So, what's playing? another episode of showboys podcast my name is mike i'm joined with my good friends chad and yusuf aka biosiv i don't think i've ever said your name on the show i've always referred to you as biosiv um yeah how are you guys doing tonight doing good yeah yeah having fun i will always forever awkward awkwardly not uh specifically Single. ask one yeah of you. <laughs> That is uh, it's the trademark now. Um, then we just awkwardly stare at each other for a couple seconds trying to figure out who's going to talk first. It's yep, kind of yep. a, yeah, it's a trademark. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, you might notice uh, Nick's not with us tonight. Um, saddens my heart to uh, you know, let you know that, that he's not here. But you already know that if you're watching. Um, he needed a night off and he deserves it. So, uh, you know. Enjoy your your evening tonight, sir. Get some much needed rest. Uh, but yeah, we're here. Joe Cross is here. He was actually here at eight thirty eight before most of us. Yeah, right. Uh, I was noticing that. Yeah, so that was you know a while ago. Impressive. Coming up on thirty minutes ago. Um. Joe asked, is he down with the sickness? No, no, no. He uh he just needed a night off. So need to take a personal day. I get it. It happens. Um but no, he's not sick or anything. Uh but yes, we're here. Uh before we get into it, again, check out our Patreon merch shop. Links are in the episode description. And we wanted to shout out our our top tier patrons, Yusuf H and Tim B. Uh thank you guys so much for your support. It means the world. If you're interested or want to know what the heck Patreon is or or what we offer, head over to patreon.com slash showboyspodcast and uh, check it out. And if you feel uh, so kind to uh, sign up, please do. It helps us uh, cover some costs on the back end and things that help us bring you the best quality content we can. Um. Yeah, we're uh, going to have an uh, an episode in which we haven't had in quite some time. We actually were talking about it after the newscast on Monday. And we haven't had one of these What's Playing episodes since September, which that was a long time ago. Yeah, so, it seems weird, right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to have one of our, uh, you know, just general What's Playing episodes where we, we just kind of talk about uh, games we've been playing recently, catch each other up. On that, uh, of course, uh, undoubtedly, we'll probably grow our backlogs that are already ginormous, even larger, uh, which is both exciting and extremely depressing for gamers uh, across the world. 
<laughs> there's never enough time, which is so sad. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I've been playing a lot of games recently, which is kind of surprising, you know, given the way I generally consume games. I'm usually like a one at a time kind of guy. I don't really like dip my fingers in a lot of different things. Uh, but lately, that's changed, and I, I actually have quite a few games going on. Uh, but what about you, Chad? What have you been uh, up to lately in gaming? Yeah, I I have quite a few, too. Um, I'm kind of like you. I don't really necessarily play multiple games at once. I try to stick to one game and, and uh, work that way, th- you know, through one game at a time. It's just better for me. Just the way my life works, it's a little easier. I right. can't hear anything, but I'm hanging out and having a Jameson. Thought I'd stop by and say hello. Last Hi, Jordan. Morning. Thanks for stopping by. He even waved. Look. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a couple. Um, I was kind of dabbling a little bit in a game that you're going to talk about. Uh, very little alongside Dragon Quest Eleven, which I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to play. And... Uh, ended up not going to either of them and going a total different route, which (laughs) happens to me very frequently when I, when I test games out and demos and stuff. But um, I've been playing lost judgment pretty much religiously since I stopped playing ghost of Tsushima and uh, yeah, dude, I freaking love it. I'm not going to lie. Like I can't give it game of the year because it came out last year, but I don't know. I just really like these games, these Yakuza games. I don't know what it is about them. They're like a, they're not, they are open world, but they're not like Grand Theft Auto massive map open world. They're like a small little chunk of the corner of a city open world, (laughs) which sounds odd, right? Um, But it just works so well with the game. It's tightly packed with stuff to do and it's got that Japanese flair. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. you know how I feel about that stuff. And then I just find much like I do the Italian mafia, I just find the Yakuza very interesting with the way that they do things. Um, but anyway, judgment came out in, um, 2019, I think Hmm. in America. And it is a detective spinoff of Yakuza. So instead of playing as the Yakuza, you play as a private detective. And, uh, the first game is like a murder mystery. Uh, and I, I, I kind of have, I I will say that I rarely finish these games just because there's so much to do. I usually burn myself out on the side content before I finish the story and it just happens. So unfortunately I did not finish judgment. I'm literally one chapter away from finishing it. So I did re-download it, but I wanted to play the new one because, (laughs) because, um, it's got something in it that really draws me to video games. And we talked about this before. It's got a fully realized Japanese high school that you can go and explore <laughs> and, and uh, multiple different clubs and stuff. And I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, man. Uh, I have to be honest with you. Any, honestly, any weeb is a, is a sucker for that stuff. They're like every other anime takes place in a high school. So yeah. um, as soon as I saw that, I, I actually downloaded persona five originally. But as soon as I saw that the new Judgment game had a fully realized high school, I was like, dude, in, sign me up right now. <laughs> so uh, I ended up getting it for really, really cheap. I think it was on sale. Um, all the Yakuza games are on sale right now. Uh, I think I got it for like 20 bucks or something ridiculous. Nice. Uh, it came out in September. 
And instead of being a murder mystery like the first game, this is the first game is like a who done it. The second mm-hmm. game is like a you know who did it, but you got to figure out how they did it. Which sounds weird, but uh, dude, they're just dark, and there's it, it handles some really tough issues in this game. I yeah, I love it, man. And then I told Bio that I was kind of dabbling in Yakuza Seven, which is the newest Yakuza game. Which I think nice. I don't know if Bio beat it, but I know he played right. I just uh, had started it on stream. And I said, yeah, this is one of those games that it's going to be kind of slow paced on stream. So I uh, I put it on the back burner for uh, uh, off stream duty. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I never got further than uh, two hours in. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did notice that the opening of the game is incredibly slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably played two, three hours of it yet, and I feel like I'm not out of the intro. Um, so. I get it because it's a totally new Yakuza game. The combat system is totally different. The character is totally, the main character is totally different. So they got a lot to set up, but it's like, you know, three hours in, it's like, okay, man, like, let's get going here. You know, Um, sounds like one of our podcast episodes. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, But the, uh, the cool thing about all these games is, for the most part, they all take place in the same little chunk of Tokyo, which is Kamarucho, which is actually a fictional, fictionalized version of an actual spot in Tokyo. Um, so the cool thing is, is to my knowledge, um, outside of Yakuza 7, the newest one, they all take place in this little chunk. So uh, Judgment takes place in this, and then Lost Judgment actually takes place where Yakuza 7 does, which is Yokohama, based on Yokohama in Tokyo. Uh, so it's cool because you can go to like Yakuza 0 that takes place in the 80s, and it's the same map, it's just in the 80s. You know what I mean? So things, yeah. some stuff's different. It's got that 80s flair to it. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of... Uh, I want to go back and play the old games. The thing that sucks about the older ones is they're all in Japanese with subtitles, which um, I said in the Jeku episode, I didn't like for movies, but that the argument that I had there doesn't necessarily apply to movies or video games because I'm, I'm alert and doing something. Yeah. My, my argument with watching movies in Japanese is I, I, I want to fall asleep. I don't want to read. You know what I mean? I, I want to just be able to like close my eyes and still hear what's going on. Uh, so I did play a little bit of Yakuza 7 or Yakuza 0 as well, which is um, kind of the prequel to all of them. I thought it'd be a good jumping point in. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. There's just something about these games that just really draws me to them. I don't know what it is. It's probably the high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like that's probably a big part. Are you wearing you're wearing your PlayStation shirt right now? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. Sir. Love Revenue. it um yeah i was gonna ask but it sounds like you already answered it about the um the open worldness of the game um i was gonna ask if it was something like uh pokemon legends arceus where they they like said it was going to be open well they didn't actually say it was going to be open world everyone thought it was going to be open world and what it turned out to be is like open world in small like regions like you could travel to this region like via fast travel and that's the only way you can get there but then once you get there it's like pretty big and open you can roam around everywhere yeah uh, but it's not like you can't walk from one region to the other region 
Yeah. Um, so yeah. So the the original Yakuza games are not like that. It takes place in one one area. It's just a much smaller area than you would come to expect out of an open world game. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Lost Judgment <laughs> takes place in Kamarucho, which is where the original game and the Yakuza games take place, as well as Yokohama, which is where Yakuza Seven takes place. And you can travel between those two cities and then explore when you get there. Kind of the uh, same nice. setup. Yeah, it sounds, but it's, sounds pretty similar. It's a fully realized city. I mean, they do. there's so much stuff. in the. There's restaurants to go to. There's arcades where you can literally go into the arcade and play a bunch of old Sega games, uh, Virtual yeah. Fighter, all kinds of stuff. There's collectibles that are Sega Master System games that you can play in your detective agency back at the, like, the full <laughs> game. Uh, and that's not even counting, like, the story, which is remarkably amazing, the high school, which is huge and has <laughs> the the whole setup of it is you're you're kind of undercover in the high school, helping the uh, can't remember the name of the I think it's the mystery club um, try to figure out about a gang member that's messing with the students, and you're already there because of the story because you're. Uh, like I said, it, it deals with some dark stuff. It deals with a, a student that, that I, I won't get into it. It's a bullying thing. Um, but you're already at the high school and then you kind of pick up on these clubs and I'm 40 hours into the game and I'm still unlocking new clubs to do. So there's like a gambling hall where you got to go figure out where the, where the student is gambling and beater and poker. And then there's like a motorcycle club, robotics club, dance club, all kinds of stuff to go through, dude. It's, it's insane. <laughs> like I, I literally I'm 40 hours into the game. I have not even, I'm probably like four or five chapters away from beating the story. I've just been so engrossed by all the other stuff that I can't, I can't refocus myself. And I found myself kind of waning a little bit in my interest because same thing that happened when I played the first game, I just played so much of the side content that I was like over it. And then I never went and played the story. Mm. Uh, so I was like, okay, that's not happening. This game, I'm definitely want to see the story through. So kind of pulled myself back in, but yeah, dude, it's just cool. It's just a cool freaking town. The combat's awesome. The other, the other thing that drew me to lost judgment the most was the combat's similar to the old Yakuza games where it's a beat em up. Um, Yakuza seven is a turn based game. They turned it into a turn based game for whatever reason, uh, which, might work i haven't got that far into it yet um but yeah dude it's just fun combat i don't want to say it's sifu level of of fun but it's it's equally as fun as far as a kung fu game goes (laughs) joe says this game sounds glad you enjoy it chad (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean they're popular right yeah i mean they're very popular so I, I get that I get that reaction often with Persona and Yakuza, but they're like hugely popular series. So uh, a bunch of people that Nick and I worked with um, at the office were super into the Persona games. Yeah. Uh, so I can I can verify that you are correct. Um, not my style of game, but a lot of people do like them. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, not my style of game either. When I first played it, I really before I played Persona, I avoided anime like the plague. Mm. I pretty much avoided turn-based games like the plague and playing a game in a high school sounded miserable to me. But when the Vita came out, there was not, I don't want to say there weren't good games on it. Cause there definitely were very good games on it, but it, it needed more. 
So that was like the game to play on the Vita. And I was like, screw it, whatever. It's 20 bucks. I'll buy it. And then I never looked back. And now I'm a sucker for Japanese high school and turn-based games and all the weeb stuff, you know? <laughs> um, I'm trying to... I don't know. I can't remember what the game's called, but uh, my my friend Jared from Play Along Podcast, who was on our RCS episode, uh, they so the way their podcast works, they somebody picks a game, they all three play through it at the same time, and like say, you know, the this week's episode we're gonna talk about chapters one through three. Next week's we're gonna do four through six or whatever. Uh, and they played a game. I think it's called Dragon Rampa or Dragon Dang Rampa. Dang and Rampa. There you go. Yeah. Uh, oh. And it sounds like something you would like if it's, you yeah played it before. Have yeah, you I have. It? Yeah, I have played it. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's really weird. It's really Dragon violent. Rampa. It's very. It's very. Yeah, you were close. You were close. You were very. My close. kid was sending me like clips of him playing this game, and he's like, "Oh man, it's so brutal. Look at yeah. this death." And yeah. I was like, "I don't know if I feel comfortable watching you play." And you know what? The blood <laughs> is kind of purple, so not so right. Bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a violent, violent game. Um, it's it's about students that get locked in a high school, and then uh, I can't remember. It's been a while since I played. I can't remember if they have to murder somebody to get out of there, or they have to figure out who's murdering. But uh, yeah, violent. There's a there's a freaking. It's Japanese all the way, dude. There's a teddy bear who is yeah, the, yeah. like principal. What's um, what's Japan's like fascination with high school games? Yeah, I that's you know I gotta be honest. I don't know. That's a great question uh, because mm, where's Jake it's not, when you need him? It's not really. It's not just games. It's everything. Like I said, the anime, <laughs> like every anime that I've watched has has been revolving around the high school in some capacity. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, but it's there's just something so sweet about it. But even <laughs> if you look at like, even if you look at like Tokyo Drift, the Fast and the Furious movie that took place in a Japanese high school. So it's something to do with like, if you're doing something in Japan, just put it in a high school and people are going <laughs> to love it. You know? <laughs> uh, so, um, I, I did notice, uh, cause the only Yakuza thing I've, I've ever watched someone play. It's, it's not a series I've ever played myself was Biosiv streaming. Like you said, seven, uh, which was the turn-based one. Um, how do you feel in general about turn-based games? Uh, myself, I'm starting to become like a huge fan of that style of game. Yeah, when I was a kid, I I, I dabbled in it a little bit. Um, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, but I I think like as a kid, I needed more action, maybe or more. You know, like I wanted to play the Metal Gear Solids, the Resident Evil, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, but now that I'm a, an adult, I'm definitely growing more accustomed to it. I, I play probably 30% of the games I play are turn-based. Uh, and that's really, like I said, that has to do with Persona. I mean, Persona is the one that got me into it. Persona 4 Golden on the Vita. Uh, that's the one that stuck to me. And uh, I don't know that it necessarily translates the best to a Yakuza game. It's a weird thing because Yakuza six, the one right before this one sold the best 
out of all of them in the U.S., which is what they had been trying to do for for years, was trying to get these games to sell good in the U.S. And they just don't because they're Japanese, they're subtitled. Um, you know, they 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 you you need to have that Japanese like love in you to appreciate these games. So Yakuza Six finally broke that wall down and sold really well in the West. Um, and then they decided with seven to fricking totally change everything. <laughs> it just seems like a bad, <laughs> it just seems like a bad business decision at the time because they just, you know, finally broke that wall down in the West and the Yakuza games are selling. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to take it from a action beat up game to a turn-based game. And they're also going to get rid of the main character that's been in all of them and replace them with another random dude. So uh, I, at least from everything that I read, it seems like it paid off because this this one reviewed really well. It sold really well. Uh, it's just it seems like an odd choice, you know. Yeah. Did you get into it anymore, Bio? After uh, after you stopped streaming it, or did you just kind of like leave it there? Kind of left it there. I uh, I didn't have enough time to go back into it. I knew it was going to take up a lot of my time, so I decided eh, I'll get back to it. If for any reason, you know, they take it off of Game Pass, uh, I'm either SOL or buy it on a really good, you know, sale. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was that was what drew me back to Lost Judgment is because that that spring sale on PlayStation right now, all the Yakuza, like I, I got Yakuza Zero for like five ninety nine. They're all super cheap. Nice. So I was like, I might as well die, even though it's like. It feels weird playing it right now because like Horizons like sitting over my shoulder, yeah. Elden, Elden Ring sitting over my other shoulder, and I'm playing another Japanese high school game. It just seems odd. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say when you started talking, like neither this doesn't sound like Horizon or Elden Ring, right? It's dude, it's weird. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you, this is weird for me to not have played those games for as long as they've been out because those are those are my jam, both of those games, and I'm just sitting yeah. on. Well, one of them I'm sitting on them because of somebody else, Nick. He's he's like slowly. I want to play it around Rip. the same time, right? Yeah. Uh, but Elden Ring, I don't know, dude. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird because that's you know Sekiro is from Software, so that's yeah. like my jam. Did you see? First, let's let's do this, and then we'll do that. Uh, Joe says, "I think my love for turn-based games comes from being a fan of board games. Makes Ooh. a lot of sense." Um. I've dabbled in board games from time to time, and they're a lot of fun. Uh, and I wish I could play them more, which I don't know why I don't. I mean, I totally could because I have, I do have friends, which some might find hard to believe, but some of them also play board games. So I could totally like make it happen, but I just, I just never do. So I'm a, a lot of board person. games suck, man. I mean, there's so <laughs> many board games, and they take so long. That's true. It. I mean, board games really are boring. Like, I'm not down <laughs> with 95% of them. Yeah, so it, that's... It was that's just, like, of... more like boring games, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt about turn-based games when I was a kid, you know? I felt like it was kind of boring. One of my oh. first passion games was Final Fantasy VII. Like, I was 11, 12 when I got my hands on a a, a copy of it. Oh, 
it that changed my life that summer i was up until 4 or 5 a.m and then it was like oh <laughs> yeah yes. i you know i i tried with final fantasy 7 because back in the day it was like the thing to play right yeah. when it came out it was the game to be playing and i don't know what it I don't know what it was. I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into tactics. I'd like to go back to tactics because I believe tactics tells a fictionalized version of the war that Game of Thrones is based off of the War of the Roses, um, which is cool now that I've watched Game of Thrones and I'm older and I like turn base. And that's why kind of drew me to triangle strategy a little bit, because it's kind of it's not very I don't want to say I, I think that we're going to get a remake of of uh tactics so i'm kind of holding out for the for the remake um but yeah i don't know that just felt like they were boring you know like i tried Uh, final fantasy 10 that was the big one that i really tried to push myself through that was another good uh turn-based one and then you can even alter the turns by by putting on haste or slow and you know like status effects changed it it was good man that was a really good one too yeah, I think that I think that you know, I Mike, did you play Bravely Default? I can't remember. No. That's not the game. What was the other one you played? Octopath, right? Yes. Uh f- for a, a brief second, uh I I subbed to Game Pass on PC and uh snagged it on there and was just playing it in the background while getting through other stuff and then I unsubbed from Game Pass because I wasn't uh using it as much as i should um but totally different like side conversation game pass if you're a pc gamer like you should sign up for game pass because it's amazing it's like 15 bucks a month and you get like all the same games that come out on console uh for microsoft and i mean you can't beat it if you're gaming on a budget like that's the way to go. Um, <clears throat> I probably played it for, I don't know, an hour or two. I really enjoyed what I was playing. It's just, it was on the back burner. Um, and after playing Triangle Strategy, I definitely want to revisit this. Um, how? I don't know. I would love to play it on Switch. Um, Are you talking about Octopath? Yeah. Yeah. So... The reason I ask that is because I think it's the same studio that made uh, Bravely Default, but I could be wrong. Bravely Default is a 3DS game, and I believe they made a sequel for the Switch, Bravely Default 2. Anyway, the reason I I brought it up is because it has a really interesting system in the turn-based fighting where you can skip your turn making your next turn around more powerful, so it adds a little bit more of a flare to your combat and what you're trying to figure out like should i skip here and save up for the next round am i even going to make it to the next round if i skip here so you know it 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 seems to me at least when i was younger the games that had that kind of stuff in it where it changed it up a little bit um drew me to them a little bit more versus just the basic turn-based you know um yeah triangle has something similar to that uh you get like um like if you don't move or attack your next turn comes like a percentage sooner. If you just attack and don't move or 
uh, just move and don't attack, it's like half of that. Ah, but gotcha. um, the power of it, I don't think, is affected. Um, but yeah, uh, I would love. I, I want to get back to Octopath really bad. Um, but I was saying that I want to play it on Switch because I'm finding that uh, one. I think it would just play really great on the Switch. Uh, it seems like the perfect title for for the Switch and being handheld. Um, but for some reason, like uh, games like Triangle or Arceus or probably Octopath, they're just they just are so perfect for uh, the portability of the Switch. And like, uh, so I work with Google Sheets a lot, and a lot of times our particular sheet is so big that it freezes up and disconnects from Google and all the stuff. So there's a lot of time of me just waiting for this thing to load before I can do anything for work. So I have yeah. my switch on tabletop mode, like right under this monitor, and I'll just turn it on, play for like five minutes until the sheet loads, shut it off. Um, which like, you know, I don't have a, well, I do have a console, but my, the majority of my gaming is done on PC and it's so much easier for me to just take the switch upstairs when me and my wife are sitting on the couch, you know, hanging out or whatever. Um, just turn on the switch for like 20 minutes, make some progress in the story. Instead of having to come down here and like sit in front of the computer and yep. get all that ready. Um, but there are a lot of games I would never play on the switch and much rather play on a console or PC. Yeah, uh, I, I, I do agree with you. Octopath came out on the switch first. So I, I think it was intended to play on. Oh, the really? Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Um, but I would agree with you. That's, that's what drew me to persona on the Vita is that it was handheld. I played it, you know, in bed at work, in bed at home. I didn't have to be in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. That's why I pre-ordered a steam deck because I want to play persona three in the handheld and they <laughs> won't freaking give it to me, uh, for whatever so you bought a forsaken reason console for it. <laughs> Literally it's here. The plan is it's, it's not going to come to October, the pre-order. So I put a $5 deposit down on it in October, there there's rumors that persona three re, a remake of it is in the works. So if it doesn't happen by October, bro, sorry, Atlas, you're, you're out of luck. I gave you like 10 years. If you couldn't put it out by then, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to have to emulate it on a steam deck in order say, to play it. Like you're not <laughs> buying a whole console on a hope and dream, right? Well, no, 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 not at all. Um, I'm, I'm buying it to, I, it, the Steam Deck is cool, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, it's got some bugs to work out for sure. Um, but just the fact that you can have an easily accessible handheld emulator that you can also run Arkham City at 60 FPS on is kind of absurd to even think about um, because my PS5 doesn't even run Arkham at 60 FPS. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's well worth the $3.99 asking price, even with the bugs. Um, but I am primarily buying it to pirate games on it. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Joe Joe says, I feel like I bought a PS3 for The Last of Us. That's kind of like understandable, but like <clears throat> Chad's buying this to emulate a game. <laughs> yeah. That's something something on honestly his computer or his something, phone. Yeah, I have em- well, here's the problem though. I have emulated it on the computer. I've played 20 hours of Persona 3 on the computer. It just doesn't have that handheld vibe yeah. to it, you know? Uh, I have looked into on the phone. I have looked into even remote playing it on the iPad from the PC. Uh, 
but I couldn't get it figured out. So I'm like, whatever, <gasps> dude. I'm just gonna. Yes, a wild FPS. a wild Nick has appeared in chat. Uh, <laughs> he says sixty FPS in quotes outweighs all. Classic Chad, uh, being a, a true Chad. Yep. Um. But yeah, so uh, lost judgment. It's the the big one you've been playing lately, huh? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been dumping a whole heck of a lot of my hours into. And nice. uh, it's it's really funny. I, I I'm sorry. Let me go a little bit further on Lost Judgment here. It's really <laughs> funny because I I think that so they announced the studio that made this game announced that they are working on another Yakuza game and then a new IP. Um, and then I think that this is the last judgment game because something with the likeness of the actor that does the main character, something got screwed up in the contract or something. So it might be the last game, but it's funny that like, uh, how it even like during the high school stuff, you're, you're upgrading like different stats and it's literally the exact same screen from persona. And then the battle music at the end is almost identical to Persona 4. Like, it's really weird how they're, like, just stealing this shit from Persona <laughs> and putting it in their Judgment game. It's really odd. Like, I picked up on it. Persona 5 has a thing where you upgrade stats throughout the school year. And it has, like, a like a point pointing up towards the stat. And it grows longer and longer. And it's the exact same thing in Lost Judgment. It, it moves the same and everything. It's really odd. So I was thinking that uh, the new IP was going to be some sort of Persona wannabe. Yeah, the lost Persona. The lost Persona, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um, it's just a cool... I, I, I don't know. I have a real draw to Yakuza stuff. I just think they're cool. Like, I know that they're. that's weird, thinking an organized crime <laughs> group is cool. But just the way that, you know, just the way they're set up, it's just very interesting. Yeah, their their whole story. Well, we live in a world where uh, the world is fascinated by true crime and uh, serial killer stories is a million dollar industry. So it's not really that weird. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, Good we have we seem to have a BioCiv fan club forming in our chat, uh, rightfully so. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, more like yes, snooza. What are you playing, Bio? Oh, well, uh, before before we get into that, um, yeah, Chad, you and I, we were talking about uh, Lost Judgment uh, in, what, month or two ago? And, man, I, I, I have been really interested about it. Like, so that's one that you, you recommend, huh? Definitely oh, uh, check it out. Huh? For sure. For you, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um... Dude, it's a it's a fun kung fu game. It's not Sifu, don't get me wrong. It doesn't have that fluid, amazing combat from Sifu, but it does have very, very fun combat. Uh, okay. It's not turn-based. You have, like, three different stances you can go between. It's super fun, dude. It's flashy, over-the-top, like a Yakuza game, like Yakuza 7 probably is as well. You know, okay. it's, uh, it's over-the-top to, to the hundredth degree. Um, <laughs> but it's just fun, yeah. I definitely think you'll like it. And, um... You don't need to play Judgment in order to play this one. You may okay, miss cool. little snippets of story, but it's nothing that I've seen so far in my 40 hours at least. And I'm like, I got like four chapters left. There's nothing that you even really need to know from the first Judgment game. 
You could watch like <laughs> you get a to video. The last chapter. Yeah. And yeah, then all yeah, of a sudden it's like twist. Sense. It's this person yeah. from the first game. <laughs> from the first game, right? <laughs> then you're sitting there like I was in uh you know at the end of season two of Rebels when Ahsoka sees Anakin under Vader's mask. Yeah. And you're like, and you're oh, like, wow, that probably would have been cool. way cooler if I played the first yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything. It takes place like three years after the first game. Um outside of just knowing the crew that you're that you're working with you don't really need to play it um, okay but they're both they're both very very good don't get me wrong the first game is not to be slept on either it's very good uh i just burnt out on the side stuff before i finished the story and that's not to say i didn't want to finish the story i think the the story might be a little bit stronger in the first game than it is in the second game um just because the first game is like a murder you're trying to figure out who killed somebody this right you you in the like third chapter find out who did it you just need to find out how he did it because they're according to him there's no possible way he could have done it because he has an alibi but you see it's it's really it's weird it's weird compared to the first one but it, it's kept me interested all the way through um okay. i'm a i'm a big like hater of bullies and this the story revolves around a lot of bullying so you know like beating up bullies it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. All right, All right. Well, yeah, if you think it. that if you think like Yakuza 7 is too slow for you, that this game's not like that. Like it it kicks off right out the gate, so does Judgment. There's oh, no really? there's no 3 hours of trying to get to where we're going. <laughs> that's that's the problem. On stream, it, that doesn't translate so well. You know, in my personal, oh, I'm not feeling good. I had to call off from work. Let me sit here for eight hours in bed just playing a game. That that works, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's just got it's got a tremendous amount of of stuff to keep you interested. Like if you're bored with the story, you can go do the school stuff. If you're bored with that, you can go do the side. There's just a, a massive amount of stuff to do in these two little towns that it's kind of ridiculous. Joe with the clue reference here. I was thinking the same thing too, the who done it thing. Yeah, who done it? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. With the candlestick in the conservatory. I used to play mad amounts of the clue board game when I was a wee lad. No, um, no, it was never Clue. It was Thirteen Dead End Drive for me. Oh, you remember that one, or do nope. you not even nope. know? Nope. You do? Nope. Oh, you know? No, Chad. Nope, never heard of it. Mike. Oh, you guys. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> oh, that hurts me right here. Sorry, Thank man. You. Ooh, big sad. Yeah. Um. Okay. What have you been getting into lately there, Civ? Don't want to anger okay. the, the BioCiv fan club out there. Got to correct, <laughs> correct um, name. So it, it, uh, I, I did a lot of uh, games recently. Uh, I, I knocked out, let me look at this list here real quick. Um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil Code Veronica X, and uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Those were all pretty fun. Uh, Resident Evil, uh, I've played multiple times, multiple, multiple times. And and truthfully, I uh, first time screwed up where I could not finish the game. I got to the end of the game and found out that I... Uh... Uh, okay, so there's a part 
where you need to go into a certain area, but they have a metal detector and you have to drop all of your equipment. You could take like health herbs with you and other non-metallic items through the sensor, go in and then cool. What happens is you, you're supposed to bring an alloy that's not a metal through the metal detector and, and have it cut up a, a eagle emblem. And that's how you move on to the next level. Well, at some point, you can enter in through the back door, uh, but you have to have a, a fire extinguisher with you uh, to blow out this fire that's blocking your path or something like that. So I use it and I leave it in the metal detector thing because it's a, a safety deposit box. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. When you leave it in there, you cannot get it again on the Antarctic island. You're supposed to leave it in a safe room box. And that is a magic box that transports everything to every <laughs> safe room box. Uh-oh. So I left it in the safety room box, the safety deposit box. <laughs> and so I cannot put out a fire on the Antarctic plane, which gets me the Magnum, which is the pow most powerful gun in the game, Of course, which I have a lot of ammo for. I have zero ammo for the final boss. I literally have to use a knife. Dude, classic it. Resident Evil game, though. Am I right? You know, if you, exactly. you go into that boss fight without the, the stuff that you need. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I could play it and I can win. I'm just not going to spend two hours of a headache to do it if I've done it several times in my life. So right, right, skip right, that. Yeah. I you know count that as a pass. I win. You know, whatever. yeah. I'm surprised that we haven't heard anything whatsoever. Like I would love to get a Resident Evil Two style remake of that game, but they breezed oh, right know. over it. Amazing, but they they said the next remake that they're doing is a uh, four four, they're... and it it looks like it at least sounds like they're having some issues with that game because really because they haven't even I don't even think they've come out and officially said they're making it. Have they? they might have came out and officially said it. I have um, no idea, but I know that that's what I just I read today that they were working on four. So yeah, I don't I've know read if that was official news. Yeah, I've read it multiple times. Um, I thought I heard something like they were they were starting from scratch or something like they were wiping. Oh, but I'm like, what? Why? Because you have to have already the systems in place from two and three remakes. Yeah, they're using the same engine. Right. So what's yeah, I don't get Dang. it. I, I'm I'm salty that it's four. I, I was not the lover of four that most people were. Um, I don't here. think I ever even finished four. Get like um, an, another remake of one. I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, that uh, dude, I would be all. <laughs> I, that's where I was going with this. I, I, I understand that they're probably not going to do that because they technically yeah. already remade it. Um, but it do that game with two and threes oh. remake style oh. the over the shoulder no yeah. tank controls oh, no goodness. fixed camera oh dude, dude i'd be all two over is it. so good i had oh. so much fun playing that on stream loved it i need to get to nemesis at, at some point because i, I had not. an issue with nemesis that one bothered me i loved nemesis as far as the uh old school resident evil games out of all of them it was nemesis that was my favorite because it, it gave us two very important things uh, that was not 
featured later on in games uh, was the dodge system, right. which was in three. That was a great mechanic. Yeah. And the uh, choose your own adventure option. You could stand and fight with the nemesis at any time he encounters you, or you could hide or run. And whatever you chose dictated how the story played out. Yeah. That was an amazing option that they Especially never for back then. Again. Yeah. Especially hmm. for back then. But they, they, the so remake they, messed all that up. They never gave you a hide or run. It was, you know, you have to put down the, the nemesis and then run. Oh, see, yeah, I don't like that. But they did keep the dodge, didn't they? Put a dodge thing in, and I believe they put dodge in yeah. the uh, in the newer uh, generation ones, the remakes. Yeah, I, yeah, Resident Evil Two and Nemesis were my jam back in the day. I don't know why I haven't played the three remake yet. Um, I think it's because last time I checked, it was still full price, and I hear that it's like almost criminally short, which I think the original game was kind of short as well compared to the other ones they were both of them yep so i'm, I'm gonna look out for, for those sales man yeah i'm waiting for it to to get it on a sale Next i might have actually even sale, picked man. it up already on a sale i always keep my eye out for it you know yeah yeah uh that's how i got mine <laughs> i think you found it for like i don't know 15 bucks or something three or 15 yeah oh man we need to play it then yeah find it for um I have, uh, let me pull up Steam real quick, and then I wanted to ask you something. Uh, let's see. So right now I have sitting here the Resident Evil 1 remake, then I have 2, of course, uh, the 3 remake, and then I have 4, 5, 6, and 7 sitting yeah. here on Steam. Just yeah, as far as I'm play. concerned, you can stop it at 5 and 6. <laughs> And seven was seven. Did you play seven bio? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I, I really liked seven. I don't know. I I think it's because they kind of brought the horror element back to it. And it felt like a resident evil game where I, I didn't feel five and six necessarily felt like resident. Those were action games. Those were action games. I still had a lot of fun with those ones though. Yeah. Uh, um, five I did. Six I only played through the story once. I couldn't play through all three storylines. It hmm. it really killed me that the series went there, and I thought Resident Evil was done, done, yeah. done. You know. Yeah. I will say I wasn't. I was disappointed, but I still had a lot of fun. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I played both uh, co-op with my good friend Ryan. Uh, which was a blast, and I think I we platinumed both, but um, yeah, I mean, if you can remove yourself from the uh distinct change in the genre of Resident Evil in those games, if you can like take that anger or sadness or upset feeling away, uh, I, I still think they're fun games, um, yeah. I'm curious to see if they'll be on the 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 remake board. Hmm, yeah. Um, because I don't know. I can't even remember. I don't think they sold very well. They might have sold well, but I don't know. I don't think they reviewed well or sold well personally. Yeah, a lot of people were up in arms. Yeah. But Especially I, six. Like, I mean, I know five had like the the controversy and stuff, which was right. silly, but um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are like super mad about six. <laughs> yeah, 
so you know i i had pretty much resident evil was dead to me after after six like i I told myself i probably would never buy another resident evil game and then they showed off seven i was like okay i mean (laughs) i even though even though i'm just harping about uh yakuza changing everything in the game and making it weird and different they did the same thing with seven it's first person Uh, it goes back to the horror elements um and i think i've talked on the show before i don't necessarily like horror games and that game freaking terrified me, bro. I don't know. I literally beat it. I literally beat it in one sitting. I beat it in a single day just because I wanted it. That. Yeah, I wanted it to be over, bro. <laughs> I didn't want to play it anymore. It's just something, something You're about that. Alone, I'm I'm a I'm a pretty I don't want to call myself a legit germaphobe, but I am I have germaphobic tendencies. And just oh, everything in that that game, game is like, yeah, dude. Everything in that game is just dirty and like, <laughs> oh gosh, it's just, dude. <laughs> true story. They said that that game was too terrifying. It, that it was so terrifying that they made Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil Eight, uh, more action oriented. Yep. To kind of chill out on the horror. Yeah. <laughs> Which is odd for when you when you're making a Resident Evil game. That's odd, definitely. But I will agree with them. The game's freaking horrifying, and it's that Texas <laughs> Chainsaw it. Massacre. You know, stuff's covered in blood. These people are eating yeah. like bugs, and it's just oh gosh, it's like <laughs> giving me goosebumps even talking about it right now. But I totally <laughs> skipped over eight, and I have a somewhat interest in eight. But I think the people, excuse me, I think the people that are most interested in eight are people that loved four because it looks very similar to four. It looks like a modern, you know, that resident evil seven take on four, Mm. which is not what I don't want werewolves and, and you know, I want zombies. That's why I want out of resident evil. And they just, they won't give it to me in the movies. They won't give it to me in the games anymore. You know, it's really annoying. Yeah. Um, Um, I wanted to mention this when you were talking about Elden ring. Um, but remember how you're you and I were texting about Sony's you know big rumored next acquisition? Did you see the article that I tagged you in on Facebook? Uh, I don't think so. Where Why? from software is the rumored it acquisition? Is. Yes, see, again, that's, it's just that... rumors floating around out there. But well, it's interesting because we did talk about this. Um, mm-hmm. I had I had texted Mike and told him that there were rumors that Sony was on the cusp of a big acquisition. We were trying to figure out what it was. Um, people were saying that it was Hideo Kojima's studio. And then people were saying that, no, it's much bigger than that, which you don't, to be fair, you don't need to be that much bigger to be bigger than H- Hideo Kojima in 2022. He's only got <laughs> one game out of his studio. Uh, yeah. So the way they were talking, they were saying it was massive, like, like much bigger than anything else. So it was like, dude, it's either Ubisoft or it's EA. Those are the only two left. I mean, what, what else would be bigger? So I think I, I can't remember where I landed at the end of our conversation. I think I landed on Ubisoft was my guess. Mm -hmm. And the reason I said that is because I read something that there is something with Japanese law that does not allow these studios to get bought by bigger studios. That's why none of these people that are getting bought are Japanese studios. So that's interesting from the from software thing. Um, but boy, boy, oh boy, that would make me, because that was my big stab in the gut with Activision 
was Sekiro was published by Activision. So if that's an Xbox game now, like that crushes my soul, bro. But <laughs> if Sony buys FromSoft, I think we're good. <laughs> you know, I was always thinking about that acquisition that they're talking about, the, the rumor mill that goes around. And uh, I was talking with uh, another streamer and <clears throat> I ended up, uh, they had a third idea. I did not agree with that. They said from software. I'm not down with that idea. I don't think they're going for from software. I think it's got to be one of two and I'm leaning heavily towards the, the, the first one. But the second one I would think is Konami, uh, not Hideo Kojima, you know, like, right. uh, you know, you can't have him. You'll take the company that he made. Right. Basically. Yeah. Um, and then if it's not them, it's it, my number one. I thought Capcom. That is the most logical for Sony to purchase at this point. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I. Th so the the things that I were that I was watching there, there's two major insiders. I'm not going to say their names. They're huge PlayStation podcasters that were discussing it on their podcast and they were making it sound like it was big. And I, I, I don't feel like in 2022 Capcom or Konami, especially Konami is, is big. Um, they're weird, dude. They're really weird. Cause they have some freaking banger games in the past that they could bring back to the, to modern consoles at any moment. Metal gear, solid Castlevania, I mean, That's there's a, there's saying. a lot of huge games that they're just like, you know what? We'd rather make slot machines, which is what they do now. They make like <laughs> Japanese slot machines. No joke. Yeah, they're still putting Sony out some games and says, do it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah that that would be that would be big for sure. Both both of those would would be big. I don't know why my mind went to Ubisoft or because I in, in my mind. Microsoft just purchased Activision. If you're talking about something being massive, it's got to be on that level. Otherwise, you know, this just happened a couple months ago. So to me, it's Ubisoft or EA. That's the only, because those are not Japanese studios or publishers, and um, they're huge. Like, I know that most people are going to be like, dude, EA sucks. EA's huge. They have Madden. They have the highest, the highest selling uh sports game in FIFA. I mean they have a lot going on. FIFA worldwide is the whole big thing. You know, the whole football craze is a, a real true that's their huge Dude. seller. You think yeah. it's Madden? No, it's not. It's, it's hard, it's hard for us in America to understand that a soccer game sells so well because soccer is not popular here. But you also have to understand that that's the number one sport in the rest of the world is, yeah. is yeah. soccer yeah. and playing FIFA. It is so fun. Like, oh dude. Those games are awesome. Mike, do you remember when we used to go on our lunch break to, I can't remember if it was your house or uh, Dave's house and play FIFA when we yeah. were at Red Martin. Dude, yeah, dude, dude, that's, that was the first time I ever played that game. And I like had the dude, best so time fun. of my life. So uh, fun. also super convenient that both Dave and I lived uh, each like five minutes away from where we were. Yes. So we would just yep. drive to one of our houses because I think we did both from, we would, you know, alternate. But yeah, yeah then been, we would yeah. just go and play FIFA for an hour and then go back to work and it was awesome. Yeah. Um, as far as the EA thing, uh, the only thing I got, I have 
on that one is I don't think it could be EA just because they have that deal with Microsoft and their uh, Game Pass Ultimate, where if you have Ultimate, you have EA uh, Play. Yeah. So I have some deal already with Microsoft. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know that Sony. So everybody's assuming that these companies are going to buy up these publishers and make them exclusive. I, I personally don't think that's what Microsoft is going with call of duty and Activision and all their games. Right. Uh, I don't think, I don't think Sony would do the same if they bought EA. I don't know that that even breaks any contract being purchased by another company because the contract would still hold. You're just being purchased by somebody else, right? They're not pulling their stuff that would break the contract. Right. Um, so I don't, yeah, I don't know, man, we'll see. Uh, but dude, if it's from software and I just looked at that article and it, 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 that's interesting because a, it would be to my knowledge, the first Japanese studio gobbled up in this crazy act, you know, acquisition war that we're in. Mm. Um, but it's a big one for sure. I mean, people underestimate how well their games sell every time. I mean, you can look at the sales of, of Elden Ring to, to show how good those games sell. Um, but to go off Joe's comment here, he says, I think the IP is much bigger than the name. Um, yeah. I, you guys know I'm, I'm terrible with my predictions. Uh, just go listen to Falcon and Winter Soldier companion series. Um, but I threw out a, a name to Chad uh, just based on kind of this comment here alone. Uh, I speculate with no reason or merit whatsoever that it maybe it could be CD project red um, with the news of the new Witcher stuff that's coming out. Um, I mean, Witcher three again, ma- a massive title. Um, and so I was just like, I mean, you got, you got the cyberpunk disaster, but uh, a new Witcher game, uh, you know, being Sony exclusive, that'd be crazy. Uh, but I've yeah. I have no that's t- it's totally unfounded. Like I just throw no, ideas. I can see that see man. Sticks. Just yeah. because every game that comes out from CD Projekt Red, uh, it's super buggy from the very first one to now. Like, and that's the same idea with Bethesda. All of their games come out buggy Dude, as hell. Microsoft, Microsoft yeah. are like, yeah, come here, come here, come here. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe The Witcher Three came out buggy. I don't remember. I oh, played it at it, launch. It, um, it was I don't almost re- unplayable. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I don't remember that for whatever reason. Um. But yeah, dude, Bethesda's games are just like, <laughs> like we don't oh, even yeah. need to harp on that. Like that, <laughs> as soon as I saw that Microsoft bought Bethesda, I was like, yeah, okay, see ya. Like, like, well, darn, I won't get five <laughs> broken games every year. Um, but but you don't have to wait three years to yeah, play one that to works. play a broken game. Um, I am starting to get slightly interested in Cyberpunk. Um, it looks like it's slowly coming together to be a a whole package and i do that when they announced that game i was all over it dude it looked awesome it still looks awesome it's solid now man it's, that's what it's i hear pretty good that's one of the games i'm playing off stream at the moment yeah nice. that's what i hear Let's are you playing the ps5 one yep 
Let's okay. get back to that because uh, we've we've so rudely gone on a huge tangent in the middle of <laughs> okay. asking you yeah. what games you're playing. By well, hang on, hang on. Uh, one more thing on the on the From Software thing. Yeah, I think that I'm probably going to put my money on From Software because of this this coming out. There, there's there's no coincidence that. What what did we talk Tuesday Wednesday? I said Sony's getting ready to buy something massive. That's what everybody's saying. And now mm-hmm. this is like an insider saying it's from software. Take my money. I guarantee. I, I I don't want to say I guarantee it, but that makes the most sense to me now outside of Ubisoft and EA, which didn't really make sense. I was trying to, you know, Pigeon fit a square peg it. into yeah. a circle hole that didn't make sense. From software makes a lot of sense if it can yeah. be done. Considering most of their games have been Sony exclusives, you know, at launch, you know, yeah. from the Demon Souls on PS3, you know, yeah, I think, yeah. uh, yeah, I think it's a, yeah, it's a no-brainer, really, and that makes me very happy because I did look, and From Software owns the rights to Sekiro, not Activision, so <laughs> uh, br- bring it back to me, baby. <laughs> now I don't care about Activision; you can have them. That's all I cared about was a Sekiro <laughs> sequel, which we're probably not even going to get, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. So, uh, let's see, uh, what I'm currently playing, uh, I'm playing, uh, Injustice 2. Nice. Uh, really enjoying the fighting game aspect of that, as opposed to, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I, 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 I like Mortal Kombat. It's just, it's unbelievable gory. Like I'm, I'm down with how gory it can get, you know, but like when you do your, your super special move, not your fatality, you know, just even the odds kind of move, you shoot them in the face. You just stomped a hole in their head and then all of a sudden they get back up. Like, yeah, they're ready to go back at it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, nah, man, that's not. Not even close to whereas in Injustice, you know, I'm playing as Batman. I tackle somebody, I hit some stuff on my wrist pad, and I'm like, bring it. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, a balloon launches them up into the air, gets caught up by the, the bat wing, goes up, shoots him back, and boom. And I'm like, cool, nobody's brains got blown out, nobody yeah. died. Like, get back Plus up. That is so, like. That's believable. They're, yeah. they're superhuman. So, like, yeah. being smashed into the ground by the Batwing and totally worked, yeah. wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, I I'm not a big fighting game guy, but I did play through the the story of the first Injustice, and it was yeah. like it's a really cool game. Like, I I really enjoyed it. I just suck at fighting games. Like, yeah, so do I, bro. So I'm I, so bad. It's it, it's funny because the. <laughs> Uh, one of the school clubs in Lost Judgment required it's the, like a, the electron the esports club, and it requires hey, you to, to whoa. be. It you can re- do esports club. I'm yeah. about to play some Japanese high school games now, and it requires <laughs> you to beat like six bosses in Virtual Fighter Five, uh, the actual Virtual Fighter Five. That's rough, um, dude. And yeah, dude, I just suck at them. I don't know. It, it just doesn't click with me for whatever reason. Yeah. I wish I was better at them, but I'm, but I'm not. Um, so that, that club was rough for sure. Especially cause that game's, I don't know when that game even came out, to be honest with you. I feel like a long time ago, but, uh, since you did bring it up, I did watch the Batman. Yeah. And I, I just want to say one thing and then we can move back. 
<laughs> There's the Riddler up here. And then Heath Ledger's Joker underneath for my money. Thank you. I agree. Yeah, I don't know dude. if there's that big of a gap for me. Not if well, I don't know if you're intending looked. a big gap. No, I wasn't. It was number okay. one, number two is what I was. Yeah, um, I would, I would even go so far as to say like one A and one B, which I guess is yeah. still a one and two. But like, dude, I, I loved every time he was on the screen. Dude, I Paul, he was Paul Dano, you mean nailed the it three times. He was on the screen. Yes. And I, that might be why that might be why I liked it so much, man. Because you know, one of my favorite characters of all time is the Night King from Game of Thrones, and we barely see him. So <laughs> there's a club for that. There is. Yes. Um, yeah, Joe. I hope you're having a good night at work tonight, sir. It looks like you are because yeah. you're watching us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, anytime you're listening or watching to the Showboys podcast, <clears throat> it's going to be a grand time. Uh, but yeah. Again, continue, sir, please. Uh, let's see. Uh, so with that, and then uh, that's a good segue. Uh, I have also been playing uh, Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> um, Did you guys talk before we started? No. <laughs> um, that that's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying uh, being the bat. I'm really good at beating people's asses. Like that's something I'm I'm pretty good at. The whole timing of uh, you know, oh, this person's attacking. Let me counter it. I love it. Oh, mm. I'm so good at that. Like it's very. Mm. Yeah, I love. I wish that that combat so good, dude. I wish it was in more games. The only other game we've got something similar was the Shadow of Mordor, which I think was made by. Shadow War, Shadow Mordor might have been made by the same exact studio, to be honest with you. Huh. But it just feels so, especially with the sword. It feels Dude, very good with the sword. I bought the Spider-Man game for, you know, PlayStation, thinking it's going to be the same. Again, it's not. And I get my ass kicked all yeah, it's <laughs> that's the Yeah, that's the biggest hurdle there is is learning that Spider-Man has a dodge button, not a counter button. So yeah. that, trust me, I went through the same growing pains with Spider-Man because you want it to be that counter button. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just works. It's weird. I wonder if they have like a patent on that mechanic of some sort because it's only those Arkham games and the Shadow War Lord of the Rings games that have that combat that I can think of, right? Mm. There might be other people that try to mimic it. It just never feels as... It That's good. good. Yeah, right. It's funny because I wasn't a huge fan of the Lord of the Rings games, but like Shadow of War, Shadow of War, yeah, those ones. Really, wasn't a big fan. What was it you didn't like about it? I don't know. I just couldn't get into them. I, I I really have no reason. Okay, yeah, because it's funny. I couldn't get into the games either, but they have the great you know uh counter system it's a fantastic i love it the the combat is very fluid you know and they have the nemesis system oh dude which, that's so cool yeah so cool and what is what game are they bringing that into uh coming up here um i don't know but i do know that something is coming with that oh and it's a system. big game that's coming up it's a superhero game um interesting yeah, uh, I don't know. It's uh, the mind, but Lego DC. It. No, I'm just kidding. I have no, no idea. definitely not. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I kind of agree with you, Mike. Um, 
they don't feel like Lord of the Rings to me. I think that might be why I was a little mm. skittish on them. But what pulled me through them is the combat and that nemesis system, which is just cool, dude. Like, yeah. I just loved every minute of that. You know, all the different characters, uh, if they kill you, they get promoted and they're like a captain. It's just cool. And I, I hope someday that we get a Game of Thrones game with that combat. Because that's really <laughs> what I was going for. I was playing it while watching Game of Thrones, but it just didn't have the vibe. I, you know? I sense that is a, a hole in your gaming heart that you're just really so, struggling to fill. <laughs> it is, yeah. The uh, the new game that's going to be using the uh, uh, Nemesis system is Wonder Woman. Hey, oh. dude, you literally said that as soon as this comment like popped up on my screen. Wonder Woman. Oh. <laughs> you and Joe. Yeah, I was Googling that. Yeah. Is that? I didn't even know that. Oh, there was a Wonder Woman game. Yeah, we saw it at great. E3, I think, right? Yeah, Monolith. Is that's it? Right. The studio that made the Arkham game? No, it's not Rocksteady because, well, Rocksteady didn't make, I'm thinking Warner Brothers because Rocksteady certainly made the Arkham games, but they did not make Shadow of Mordor. So I was wrong in that. Um, right. They, uh, they certainly is the company that, that's making the uh, Wonder Woman game. <clears throat> and so. it's under Warner Brothers, right? So they must have, I would imagine, because it's Wonder Woman. Um, right. So they must have. Yeah, they got to have like some sort of patent or something on that system. Or just nobody else is wanting to take it for whatever reason. Shadow of Mordor is also a Monolith Productions game published by Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment. There you go. That's why they're taking it. Makes sense. Yep. Yep. Um, So you said Night or City? The game you're playing right now. Night. Arkham Knight. The the third one. one Final one. Only one I have played, <laughs> believe it or not. It put me and Chad together, and we've played them all. Yep. <laughs> I play I play a little bit of City, um, a little bit of Arkham Asylum. I would like to get back to them. Um, yeah. How... I, Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I, I, I hear that City is better than Night, um, just from my... I think it's probably because I played Night first. Going backwards is a little bit more difficult, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, how is your progress going in night? How you've had what two or three streams so far? Two, two streams. Two. Uh, nothing super, super, uh, crazy. Um, I'm only 5% through the story and okay. really this time I know it's because it's a game that I own, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to probably just go for the main story as much as I can on stream. And then if I get stuck, I'll grind off stream. Uh, If not, I'll just, you know, play through the game, get in there. And then uh, once it's done, I'll come back and I'll knock out all the extra stuff that I Mm -hmm. want to yeah not necessarily you know 100 percent the game because you know i'm not going to find every riddler trophy there's something uh, like 237 yeah so but the the other side content is not to be slept on it's really good in that in that yes. game i enjoyed all the side content dude and i bought the game in a full bundle the the trilogy and, and all of them have all the the dlc the extra yeah, content. Suits so and stuff, i'm yeah. not i'm not gonna miss out on have you played the that, other ones you know down with it yeah have you played the other ones 
Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I played all of the other ones, and in fact, I truthfully had this conversation. I'm not afraid to own if you guys still have room and need. Yes. Perfect, Mike. Thank you, man. I, I was like, how am I supposed to? I don't want to talk directly to the, you know, so. Um, yeah, uh, I was having this conversation with uh, Amy uh, just the other day. Uh, Origins, man. I don't care what anyone says. You got to play Origins. And, and oh, really, that's another one I haven't played. Because it's Origins, you should play it first. Play it first, then play Arkham uh, Asylum, Arkham City, then Arkham Knight. It's like you go from the Origins, where it's like, oh, you're learning about the game. It doesn't feel perfect. It's the first game, Demon Souls on PS3. And yeah. then you get Arkham Asylum. Oh, now you have Dark Souls. Right. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. refined at that point. I think Arkham the... Asylum, one of my favorite games. Dude, yeah. Arkham Asylum's fantastic. So and, and here's the crazy thing. <clears throat> if you ever play a game like that that I recommended, don't get uh, Origins on your computer. Uh, there's a glitch when you enter the nightclub or something, it's impassable. Once you enter, you cannot leave. The game doesn't load anything beyond that. Game's bricked. At the well, end. that's unfortunate because I bought it for really cheap and it's sitting in my Steam library. Uh, I remember yeah. when you told me that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, Mike, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, I think I... that's the hang up with, with Origins is it's not as accessible as the other games because it, I think you have to have what it come out on the PS3. PS3 and 360. Yeah. So you I think you it it hasn't been remastered because it wasn't in the remaster bundle. No, so because the different PS3. Right. Mm -hmm. You need a PS3 or a, there was also a Vita Arkham game too. Uh Blackgate. Yes. Blackgate. Which I think is like a side scroller, if I'm not mistaken. I I could be wrong on that. Um but yeah, I always like I always sit down to replay Arkham Knight and then eventually get bored. And then I'm like, I should probably I'm bored because I've played this game a couple times. Maybe I should play City. And then I play okay. City and I'm like, meh, it's not night. <laughs> and then I end up not playing them. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, I'm hoping the Steam Deck solves that because playing City portable sounds awesome. Um, but we'll see if that even happens. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's just like the phase of life I'm in right now. But being able to play games portably, yeah, dude, is like so awesome to me. Right. I was talking to you about that, and I'm like, man, you know, every console is now portable. Everything's got remote play. You can just play it on your phone. Connect the dude. controller that you have to the phone via Bluetooth. Yep. If if you could if if you would be able to see the state of my phone through my webcam. I'm not even going to bother because my webcam's quality isn't the greatest. Like, just scrolling through, maybe you can see a little bit there. <laughs> all those cracks and shatters yeah. on the back. Also on the front, you can't really see them as much on the front. But, like, <laughs> literally, like, I injure myself just scrolling through Facebook <laughs> on my phone. So and, like, I uh, will stream, like share my screen mainly like uh for example when you stream on facebook since i have a roku like app or roku stick or my 
TV is a Roku TV. Um, you know, there's no Facebook app. So I'll just like mirror my phone to my TV if I'm not at the computer or like wanting to just watch on my phone. If I want to watch some Civ stream while I'm laying on the couch, I'll I'll mirror my screen up there. And after like 20 minutes, my phone's like 300 degrees. <laughs> like, yeah, powering off, overheating. Yeah. yeah, I did the I did the remote play thing bio with the PS5 and my iPad to play Persona 5. <laughs> and uh, oh, hey. <laughs> Hey! hey. Whoa. <laughs> what, what are the jammies? Whoa! They're the ladybug jams. <laughs> <laughs> That's we were literally <laughs> while you were talking about something. I don't even remember because I was laughing at Amy saying. Uh, oh no, I just saw this and Guys. I've already put on my embarrassing ladybug jam. Guys, I love a comfy pajama set. I can't help myself. I get it. I wear they my pajama great. pants every episode of the podcast. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm, my glasses are fucking uh, up. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, it looks great. You can't even hey, tell that, that they're ladybugs or pajamas. I got them. I got them. Wait. I, you can yes, see them no. on the bottom, too. They got legs. Oh, a wild them. Amy appears. Look. Like a whole pajama set. There you go. <laughs> Full nice. set. Very nice. We, we live for comfort. I see that. <laughs> Joe yeah. says, what, Ames? <laughs> Give me that scream, which I'm assuming is uh, anytime you're playing Elden Ring. I've, yeah, I've lots tuned of, into your streams, and it's about 80% Amy screaming. Pretty much. <laughs> That's not inaccurate. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. I love it. They're so fun. I was losing um, my voice after last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've just been... Um, catching each other up on what we've been playing recently and uh biosiv this guy has been trying to tell us probably for 30 minutes the games he's played and he's gotten to talk for maybe like 10 minutes <laughs> we keep going <laughs> off on rabbit trails <laughs> i will say nothing i say nothing you go you go well i only got the one more that i've been really uh uh focusing on oh you know what uh i got i got two i got two uh we'll make this one short uh roblox i did not dig roblox but my kid always enjoyed it and uh he's really into cars so it's not fun for me on there because the cars that they build are blocky and suck (laughs) but um then he showed me different games like try and jump on these blocks to get around this lava and get to the next level. Oh, you got to run and make oh, it to the next platform. No, and, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll just so you got to do the obstacle course. Oh, God, there are horror games on there that you. Oh, dude. Some of the horror games on there I was looking for like AAA titles that are comparable. Nothing nothing like yeah, that the people on there are creative amazing on there fantastic yeah, there was a uh a horror game loosely or uh very accurately based on the backrooms that's what series. i was playing man nice shout out uh an amazing analog horror series on youtube called the backrooms you should go watch it if you haven't <laughs> it's really good um so yeah, man, uh, Roblox is uh, starting to become fun. Um, he taught me a little bit about that game, Beam and G Drive. Uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. The crash physics in it is amazing because it's like they have so many different parts in the vehicle that it 
actually is like a real vehicle when it crashes. It's pretty cool. Um, but right now, the 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 game love of my life is uh, XCOM Two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I can't help it. There's something fantastic about uh, killing all of your friends on accident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe says, me and my grandson love Roblox. My favorite is Bee Swarm Simulator. Bee Swarm Simulator. Have you tried that one out? that up then. Nice. Uh, so you're killing all of your friends off, huh? Uh, it, it's purely accidental. I, I really... <laughs> I, uh, I spend like an hour taking the time to create the characters' names, you know, uh, make them look fairly, fairly accurate, you know, upgrade with meaning, and then we enter battle, and everything's going great, and then we just get overwhelmed. And then we have no soldiers return from battle. <laughs> and then I hire new recruits, and I put them through training, and then we get the call, and right before we go into battle, I go, you're no longer Private Zakaev, you're Private Powell. Get out there, Powell. <laughs> and and then my friend is like, bro. And then he gets slaughtered, I, too. I just died. Like, you're going to really put me back out? Yeah, man, get out there, Powell. Show me what you're worth. Yes. <laughs> now you know my pain. Oh, yeah, from Darkest Dungeon. Yes. Darkest. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah. cannot wait to play XCOM 2. It's on the stream list for sure. Um, again, it goes back to that turn-based thing we were talking about a little while ago. I love it. I wish we had a chance to play Fire Emblem. That would be uh the the most glorious, especially one on uh the uh uh Game Boy uh Advance. Dude, you have the emulator, right? I do. Dude, you need to check out the original Fire Emblem. It is so good. There is nothing like it. Nice. For real. I uh, will have to do that. You'll have to. What's the. Is it just Fire Emblem or is there like a. I don't remember. Because there's like. It's just Fire the three Emblem. houses is that's the one the that's new, out yeah, right that's now the on the Switch. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it was just Fire Emblem, but I can nice. look it up and let you know exactly. Yeah, I'll get it. For sure. I mean, it, it'll, I mean, you know, prices of those emulator games, the ROMs, oh, oh, that, they're expensive. Yeah, really they're very... I'll save up maybe my next pay. I'll pick up Fire Emblem. Yeah, I mean, mine are going to be expensive because I'm buying a freaking Steam Deck to play them, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, I thought for a moment, I was like, holy crap, did I miss something? In oh, like, he didn't catch the joke. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh god, ROMs cost money now? You what happened? <laughs> uh nope, they're still free. Um, okay. Still legal. Yep. Perfect. Um yeah, so how is uh other than watching your, your friends fall on the battlefield, like how you like an XCOM? Like have you played like what how many tactical games have you played? Is that like a genre that you're like excited to play is this like a first dive yeah. into it or like no man i've played so so many in these uh, uh in in the years like i went from um uh real-time strategies with uh uh starcraft and mm -hmm. um um what is it uh warcraft 
uh, two and three. Um, and, and, you know, I, I switched over to the, uh, uh, turn-based strategy. I didn't want to have to get rushed every time I was playing a game, you know, I I got real annoying real quick. (laughs) So that's when I switched over to like fire emblem and I was like, Oh, this is kind of my pace. I'm, I'm good with taking my time and, planning out every step of what I'm doing and, and messing people. Oh God, I lost my whole team. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've been doing that sort of game for we're we're getting on almost 20 years now. So I, I am experienced in those games. So, and it's really sad. This recent run, I was telling you, Mike on XCOM, I have never had, a run this bad in my <laughs> every look look i've played xcom 2 before got halfway through and then just like because it's so long and i take my time with it i just it falls off and then i'm like oh no restart it let's see what we can do i can do this Real better good. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me let me start it up on stream this time. I'm gonna have yeah, fun yeah. with it. And I started up on stream, and then it was like, oh yeah, team team one, let's go. And I named them all, and I was like, this is perfect. And we just crushed everything. Three rounds. I was like, yes, you guys are fantastic. Team white. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bunch of recruits. We're good. Oh, yeah. you know, like mission five now. All right, you guys are out here, but we know exactly what team white. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 Another. Another round. Come on, guys. Get more. Okay. Mission six. Let's do team white. You're about to trigger my PTSD from Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. Oh god. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know if you were around then, Ames, but uh, Mm -mm. one of the first games that I streamed uh, with or like under the podcast or whatever was Darkest Dungeon. Um. Sounds are like it fam- was rough. Are you familiar with that game? I am not. Okay, so it's a like side-scrolling turn-based RPG, and it's um, similar to XCOM where it's permadeath mm-hmm. on the characters that die. Mm-hmm. And what I did to <laughs> make it even more painful is I named every hero that we recruited after someone in the Discord. And oh. then <laughs> when they died... We had like a little memoriam for them in Discord. With, Were you having their... a lot of memoriams? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And uh, it took me well over thirty streams to beat the game. It was a long time. Lots of grinding. Lots of poor Showboy's Discord members in the grave. Watching you play that game. It was it was the most intense game I've ever played in my life because it's it's just it's difficult and then you add the attachment of like not wanting our audience to die yeah uh, but then like the RNG in that game is very not favorable uh, yeah, so like so yeah, I'd be crushing a dungeon and then get to one fight and just like miss every attack and then they have like a really cool mechanic of not only do you have to manage your health but you have to manage your uh hero's stress levels 
And if they get too stressed, they'll get like a negative character trait that usually makes it really annoying to fight with them. They get and, stressed? Is this yes, real yes. life? Like, yeah. Yeah. And then what? there's a max bad. to the stress level. If you max your stress level out, they have a heart attack and die. Yeah. So like it's yeah. uh, a cool I, system though. Dude, it is so it. it's crazy. so fun. It's such a good game. And I highly recommend it. It goes on sale all the time. If you can get it for like I bought mine for like three dollars on Steam and it's like well worth I mean it's worth full price, but if you can find it on sale on Steam, definitely pick it up and play it. It's super fun. Um, but it's very challenging too. So when we finally beat the game, it was like a real triumph for me. Yeah, I bet. Um, I'm waiting but for yeah. the switch. I want to get it on switch. It looks like the perfect switch game, oh, to be honest yeah. with you. I wish I would have had it on switch. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And there's a sequel too, correct? <laughs> there is, yes. Yeah. Um on the Epic's games Epic Games store. Uh I'll be waiting again for that to go on sale, but I had so much fun on Darkest. You're Dungeon. ready to be hurt again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh in darkest dungeon you you could like the main hub was your little town i mean you watched all the streams bio is is does xcom have something like that where you have like uh upgradable things to improve your characters like the village of darkest dungeon or like how deep does the rpg element go into it um uh okay so you know i guess it does now that i think about it there is a, a place on the uh, the ship itself, where everyone uh, has convened uh, from the alien attack, you know, everyone part of the XCOM force. Uh, he doesn't That's too it. soon, Ouch. man. Ouch. Too Ouch. soon. That's a rough. Joe's been owned three or four times already in in one stream. So you know, he's uh, he's a little PJ Salt right now. Um. Yeah, they have a, a a central hub on the uh, ship uh, where you clean out debris. Uh, there are like multiple platforms, like four of them. And th- okay, so it's like a, a three by four, uh, you know, matrix, uh, and you can clean out each debris uh, section, um, and it gives you different resources. Uh, that you can use to upgrade and build facilities in there. So in there, I can build a, 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 a training school for the soldiers so that, oh, you're a rookie recruit? Okay, perfect. You go to the training facility, and now you can become a grenadier, uh, a sniper, um, a ranger, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a, a I don't remember the name for him, but like the tech person, you know? Um, So there's that there's, you build other facilities like uh, a place where you can uh, develop uh, a new alien technology that mixes with our gear, whether it be armor or uh, weaponry, but yeah, you build different areas and and uh power resources that help you your characters and the uh world around you uh get bigger and and uh they help you uh in turn gain more resources and other allies nice 
That's that's super cool. I really like that about Darkest Dungeon. So I'm glad they have a similar system in XCOM. Yeah. Um, awesome. So those that's what you're playing these days, huh? Yep, that's uh, mostly what I'm focusing on. Nice. Uh, so AMC popped on. Why don't you uh, let us know? <clears throat> well, <laughs> I have been playing um, Elden Ring. <clears throat> which is the first time I played any type of game where the goal is to hate life so much. (laughs) (laughs) And I was really nervous that I was not going to enjoy it because I remember trying to play, I want to say it was um, Dark Souls 2? Because it wasn't, it wasn't, it was around when the, the, it was Dark Souls 3. That was the last Dark Souls game, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was the one before that. So yeah. <clears throat> um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to learn the story. <laughs> then, I'll play t- then I'll play 3. <laughs> I yeah. like didn't make it through the um, the tutorial area. Uh, <laughs> I was like, how, how does this work? How, the, how, how are you supposed to do this? Um, so I have since become a sophisticated gamer. And have learned <laughs> dodging mechanics in theory. Um, so I um, I played the um, the most recent uh, Kratos God of God, War. God of War. The most um, recent God of War game, which actually like you could not go in and just like balls to the wall attack them. You had to be like more strategic, which was a real rough learning curve for me. Um, and then. <laughs> I um, played Witcher 3, where you had to kind of be a little bit more strategic in your gameplay as well. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to try to do this. And um, my gosh, I can't stop. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm playing it anytime I have free time. (laughs) I am absolutely obsessed. Nice. I didn't think I could enjoy dying so much. Yeah, it's an addicting formula for oh sure. Oh my god, it's very addicting. You yeah. just want to get better. I, yep. I never would have thought that that was enjoyable because I remember. I mean, I remember being younger and playing games and dying multiple times and thinking about like I could see why people break TVs by throwing controllers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but I just read this comment instead. <laughs> He said someone came into the lab while she was streaming. Uh, he watched when he works midnights, he watches streams. Uh, and someone thought I was watching a snuff film because her screams were so blood curdling. <laughs> Some of the most enjoyable parts. Background laugh. <laughs> a wild Neil has appeared. Speaking of, I was watching. I don't know if you've put two and two together yet but when i watch your trip twitch streams i'm mikey the band-aid um, yes and the other night while you were streaming neil something was was really giving him a hard time and uh there was a lot of yelling happening uh what was going on is neil okay <laughs> um well he's learned his lesson and he won't do it again just kidding. He was just playing <laughs> Elden Ring. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so how kidding. far into Elden Ring are you? I um 
I am trying to level up enough to be able to um, go into the Citadel. I think it's the Citadel. Go, you know, un under that bridge and then that big uh, um, tummyless guy jumps down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, died way too many times. So I went down to that peninsula and I've been kind of leveling around the peninsula and doing those. And hopefully I'm going to get, I really want to fight that dragon in that lake. Yeah. It's going to hurt really bad. Yeah. I really, I have not, I have not played it yet. I, I harp on this podcast a lot. I love from software games. Um, so before you got on, I was like, dude, it's just so weird that I'm like playing all these other games and not playing Elden Ring. It's like the elephant in the room that I should be playing right now. Well, um, I knew like people who'd played the Dark Souls game, but definitely not a lot of people. And I knew a lot of gamers and the number of people that I had known that had played Dark Souls or the Demon Souls games was pretty, pretty small. So I was like, well, this isn't going to be. I didn't think it would be as popular because it is so tough. And I am surprised at like most of the people that I, I know that game have played this game. It's just kind of crazy to me, it's but the George RR Martin name tag. On yeah. It, it just sold everyone. Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Totally. Yep, everyone definitely. was like, Oh, game of Thrones plus you know, oh, the hardest <laughs> game in the world. Let's go. Yeah. Everybody wants to be heard. Everyone's got their traumas that yes. they're trying to suppress. Yes. <laughs> but like I said, it's an, it, I mean, that's what drew me to Sekiro was the punishing difficulty. It's an addicting formula. And when I, you finally beat that boss that's whooped your ass 48 times, it's like the best feeling in games, dude. I, it's, you can't beat it. If I had, because you guys, like, they heard me scream on the stream. Yes. But there was one time last night when I was fighting that father. Mm, bear um no, oh, yeah. that, that i bear, yeah. i if i had neighbors that lived closer than they did we probably would have had the police call on us because yeah. I, <laughs> I muted my mic and i just i I've, i don't think i've ever screamed so loud in my life i just slashed out to the heavens yeah punishing my vocal cords uh, and i was like okay let's do this yeah it's uh yeah i don't i don't get uh angry at most games that i play but my first from software game sekiro brought out the freaking demon in me when i was playing <laughs> it man like uh, so i feel your pain for sure isn't that the game that you returned it is the and game I that i returned up. because it was too difficult and then i and then it just sat in the back of my mind until i picked it back up and now i'm 100 percented it multiple times so could not be uh, shout out you had a pretty in-depth walkthrough on the showboys gaming youtube channel yes. if anyone cares to watch i definitely uh, like um i can see this type of game being played through multiple times because like in skyrim i played skyrim through a ton of times with a bunch of different builds and this is i feel like i'm playing ranged which is safe i know it's safer than the crazy people who are much more skilled than I am getting up <laughs> close to these enemies and fighting them. Um, but I can see why you would be like, okay, I'm going to try this a little bit more, a, a little bit more yeah. challenging. And like, I can see why, like I already, the faith spells or their incantations or whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah. Incantations. I, I, I want to try those already, <laughs> like right. I want, but I'm trying to, enjoy the this like it's not sorcerer it's astrologer the astrologer class first but i know that this is 
I, I'm taking it easy on myself. I'm okay with that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need a. I've never played ranged in any of the Souls games. I don't know. It's just I. I. I need a sword and a shield. That's just my. I want to be in their face, beating them. Yeah. Not you know. But but I get it. I Souls game. I am sincerely impressed and like. I, it's a it's a weird flex, oof. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's just being a real Chad up there. Oh, that's a, a second stick, Chad reference tonight. And a shield, and I'm I'm game. I'm um, gonna I'm I'm keep my distance. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, your streams are very entertaining, to say the least. Yes. Um, I do feel bad, and I apologize for the obnoxiousness and how loud I scream. No, that is one of the more entertaining things about the stream. Like, yeah. if you got rid of that element, it would break the stream. <laughs> Period. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it, and I, I forget, I forget who I was talking to. I think I was telling somebody about it, but like, you were like that in Arceus in your Arceus streams when you were fighting like the frenzied Pokemon. Like, I remember sometimes where you were. <laughs> You're really getting into that, and I'm like, oh, I can only imagine what some of these Elden Ring fights are like. Obnoxious is, is no. the word. No, it's great. It, it's great because you play with emotion, and it's um, exactly. Uh, it's really like, natural. I, I feel like you're giving me a lot more credit than I deserved, and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's it definitely makes it a lot of fun to watch because you're not just stone-faced like just playing the game i Um, felt like i was that last fight when i finally beat that bear it was like (laughs) pure focus neil at one point reached over and touched my leg i was like don't touch me (laughs) (laughs) okay well this this comment from joe that's true (laughs) (laughs) i'm warm and fuzzy uh this comment from joe makes a lot more sense then because he says, Ames has sold me. When you beat that bear, my airs bled. Oh, so, um, so that makes a lot more sense. I'm so sorry. Uh, he also says, when your jelly killed that bear after you died, I lost it. it is the best oh content for keeping uh, stray animals away from your home. I was so <laughs> angry. How crazy was, was so that? so mad. She and went this- down and then poof, bear went down right after her. <laughs> I felt like I personally felt like I should have been resurrected and given the credit. But right, rip. Uh, have you been playing anything else, or has that been taken up? I, I have been playing. I was playing Dragon Age before I started playing this. Um, I uh, want to get back into like streaming Dragon Age and trying a uh, you know, uh, a Blood Mage build for my character, which is something I've never done because I always thought like I have to be so good and I need everybody to love me. Um, so I'm just <laughs> enjoying it this time. And, yeah. Um, but I keep meaning. I'm like, okay, t- I'm gonna I'm gonna do it tomorrow. And then I have a really stressful day at work. I'm like, I just want to kill some shit. <laughs> like I <I'm gonna> play <laughs> <Elden> Ring. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like that wouldn't be my choice of game after a stressful day of work. Right. That seems like a poor choice. I just, I, I want to, I want to make things hurt. <laughs> I need to feel something. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. Um, that's awesome. Uh, well, I have 
a, quite a list because like i said at the top of the episode i've been i've had i've been dabbling in a lot of things uh the one that's taken up most of my time that i want to talk about the most is triangle strategy but uh i figured i'll run through the gambit of other things uh some things we talked about before so um yeah on ps4 i broke it down into into consoles or how platform i'm playing on so ps4 uh you know since our last what's playing i beat uncharted 4 but we had an entire episode on that already uh great game go listen to that episode really fun uh i did just stumble upon the playstation section of games at my local library which pro tip check your local libraries for video games to borrow uh i'd borrow a lot of switch games um get them for two weeks great way to try out a game before you spend money on it or in the case of triangle strategy i borrowed that from the library and i'm gonna beat it before i return it on monday hopefully i only have a few more chapters left so that's the goal uh but i found the the ps4 section so i'm really looking forward to borrowing sekiro ghost of tsushima um, and I will take any other uh, PS4 recommendations because I kind of <clears throat> um, PS like when Arkham Knight came out is uh, I distinctly remember that being the cutoff point because I got it for my birthday, played it for like an hour and then got rid of it because I stopped playing my PlayStation. Uh, so anything from like Arkham Knight forward. If you have recommendations, let me know. I'll try to scoop it up from the library. Um, when did that come out? Uh, 2015, I want to say. Because it was right after our oldest was born. And she's seven. So yeah, it had to be 2015. Um, Arkham Knight? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Nice. Uh, on PC, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, which is the current stream game. So come by, check that out. Uh, and much to Joe Cross's dismay, I made the the declaration on the last stream that I am only focusing on the main story. I will no longer be distracted by side quests because uh, I really want to stream a Switch game next, and I want to get through it. So I'm going to do the BioCiv route, finish up the main story on stream, go back do all the fun side quests and all that stuff uh, off stream. Um, I've also been dabbling in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Picked that up on sale for like 20 bucks or something. Haven't put too much time into it, but what I have put into it, we talked about, I think was last week, the period piece episode. Yes. Uh, whatever the period piece episode was, we talked about it a little bit on there. It's been really fun to just parkour as a Viking. Uh, first Assassin's Creed game I've ever played. So, uh, we'll see how far I get into that. Um, on the emulator, which we've brought up a couple times, I've very lightly dabbled in the PSP remake of the first Final Fantasy game. Uh, looking forward to get back into that. Uh, but the game I've been playing most on the emulator is Pokemon Conquest, which was a DS game and is a Pokemon uh, tactical or tactics game which is a really cool combination for the phase of gaming I'm in right now. Um, I also think Chad might find it interesting because it's like, uh, you are a warlord in Japan and like trying to conquer other, uh, like towns and villages Ooh, to take them over. I didn't know uh, that. There's like 17 warlords that you fight. Uh, it's really interesting 
you start and as you beat them you can then uh explore parts of their town and recruit other pokemon trainers that have different pokemon than you to your team and then you fight with a team of trainers and pokemon so it's a very interesting take on pokemon and if you like tactics game uh it's a great combination of the two um i i think i've fought like three kingdoms or something out of the 17 so still a long ways to go but um i put a little bit of time into it. it's really fun have you heard of that game, Amy, as a the fellow Pokemon fan? I think I saw, um, I don't know if you're like Shady Penguin, a YouTuber. I think I saw him playing that because um, nice. I remember it being, um, it didn't look mm-hmm. like any Pokemon game I had seen. And I feel like there was like a field and he was, mm-hmm. it was much, much, looked much more um, like positional and turn-based. Yep. Yeah, so, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, you move like you, you know your character can move like a certain number of squares on the grid and yeah 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 um, it's really fun. I'm looking forward to oh, seeing man. more time. It looks it. really cool. I'm not gonna lie. Is <laughs> it feudal? It's feudal Japan you're fighting in. It looks like feudal Japan. Maybe I don't. I'm not a giant weeb like you, so I don't. That's valid. Um, <laughs> but once you get your Steam Deck, there's another option for you. Yes. Um. That brings me to the lovely Switch, my new... Uh, I mean, it's, the console's really grown on me. I love it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, since September, uh, completed the Pokédex in Arceus. Woo! I got my shiny charm. Um, so I've just been going back, tying up loose ends here and there. I've uh, been chipping away at the Paths of Solitude battles, which are pretty cool. Um but let's be real. All my time since last Monday has been uh, sunk into triangle strategy, which, uh, like we talked about earlier, made from the same guys that did Bravely Default and Octopath Traveler. Uh, it's got that really cool HD 2D graphic style, which I absolutely love. It's so so pretty those graphics are so cool um and it's a turn-based uh tactical rpg which i'm really falling in love with uh super fun game style genre uh fighting mechanics are cool uh but i will say when i first started this game i was severely disappointed because there is an immense lack of action (laughs) like (laughs) I'm talking, uh, I I would update Biosiv basically like every hour I played or every chapter or something. I forget. I'd be like uh, five and a half hours and I've had two battles and I'm not yeah. even like exaggerating. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, every time he did, I felt so bad because I recommended it to him. I was yeah. Like, I think you would enjoy this game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember seeing <laughs> like, uh, like advertisements for it. Uh, you and Chad both <laughs> talked about it. Uh, and after I tried Octopath Traveler, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be so cool because it's a tactical game. Um, same art style, same team. And there's like a lot of action in Octopath Traveler. So I was really looking forward to trying this new system and stuff. Um, yeah. No action. <laughs> lots of dialogue. Lots of story. Um, the cool thing we talked about... Uh, all of the dialogue, except when you go into the little uh, explore 
parts of the chapters, all the dialogue is voice acted. So that is nice if you're not feeling like reading. Um, but after probably, this is going to sound like terrible, but like, trust me, the game is really good. But it took me like three or four hours to like really get into what was going on. I think solely because I went into it thinking there was going to be a lot of action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I didn't have that impression, I probably would. It wouldn't have taken me as long to get into it. Um, but uh, Chad and I have also had this conversation too, where it is the story is very Game of Thrones like in the sense uh, you have three kingdoms uh, basically warring for power and it's a very political and very uh, character driven, lots of backstabbing, lots of plotting against your enemies and learning about other characters and how they tick and what their motives would be. Uh, so you can strategize, strategize how to approach certain situations. Um, in that case, it's, it's really cool. And, there might be a lot of games like this already, uh, but this is a style of game that I haven't really played much before Triangle Strategy. So it it could be a new take on the R- tactics, you know, RPG gameplay. It could be, you know, s- something that's been done a million times. I'd, I I wouldn't know the difference, but I'm experiencing it for the first time, and it is super fun. Uh, you have, of course, the 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 tactical battles which are fun. And when you finally get to them, they last a lot. Like they're 20, 30, 40 minute fights, which makes up for the, the lack of battle frequency. I think. Yeah. Uh, The fights are pretty intense. There's no permadeath. Thank, thank, thankfully. Well, I'd be so sad if there's permadeath, Um, but in the dialogue, uh, your choices do matter. Your, your main character, you kind of play as uh, Sarah, no Wolfert, and uh, all your choices kind of matter. They build Sereno's conviction, which help you in your persuasion when you come to these uh, choice scenarios with your your party. Um, there's like an exploration phase in some of the chapters where you know you explore the village or castle or whatever you're in uh, to like talk to the villagers you can loot items that are on the ground you can find clues that kind of help decide and open up new dialogue options for you when you come into these pivotal like uh conversations with people where you know one your response to their question could change the path the game goes in um so again like probably not anything new but not something that i've necessarily gotten into a lot um and the rpg elements the the character uh leveling is cool upgrading is cool uh each there's i don't know probably like 15 different people that i can choose in my party now and they're all their roles are very different their fighting styles are very different and each character has i don't know 10 to 12 moves to choose from while you know being in combat um it's just it's really cool i i really am enjoying it now and uh like i said i'm on i think i'm on the end of chapter 17 or the start of chapter 18 i was playing it right before the podcast started and went through a a pretty intense scenario in my party and i was like as it was unfolding i was like oh no 
I can't believe this is happening right now. Uh, <laughs> and I can't remember really the last time I was that invested in, in the story of a game. Um, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. I told you in discord, Amy, to try this game out and I think yes, you should you stream it because I feel like it would be something that you might enjoy with the, I don't know, the, the RPG ness of it. I don't know. Might, I think it might be something that you would, uh, you would enjoy. And I, I would, it. sorry. sorry. Um, no. Okay. I, let me just say this and then uh, I want to hear your thoughts. I also may have an ulterior motive of saying you should stream this because I want to see if you choose the different uh, choices, other yeah. choice uh, choices mm-hmm. that I didn't choose because I want to see how it plays out from the other <laughs> side. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say hearing like fights that last like 45 minutes to an hour. My gosh, that sounds like Dungeons and Dragons. Like <laughs> That's how like long some of those, the combat scenarios and, and those go so that's kind of neat because i mean it's all you're all waiting for everybody to to take their turns yeah yeah and all the enemies to take their turns so it's neat yeah it's pretty cool too because uh i mean a lot of them are like defeat all the enemies before they defeat you but some of the battles are like go capture this structure or go stop this from happening it's always it's not always like necessarily like kill everyone before they kill you which is mm-hmm. pretty cool too and again it, that might be something that already has happened a bunch of times in a bunch of different games but um i'm having a lot of fun with it um chad you told me you were playing the demo of this did you get all the way through it yet yeah i have not gotten all the way through it um i can't remember where i left off because i stopped when i started playing lost judgment um, but yeah, I've not finished it yet. I think that w- what I say, it's the first three chapters, maybe or yeah, first two like chapters, that. something like that. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, it, it didn't sink its claws into me. Like I was hoping that it was going to, but I'd still want to play it because you're really talking it up. And then, and I think it's just because the beginning of it is very battleless. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot of story, a lot of dialogue, which I like, it's fine if I'm going into a game of Thrones style game, I almost want that. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll probably get to it eventually. Um, because I was, I was testing that in dragon quest 11, um, between those two. And, and I gotta be honest, dragon quest 11 was piquing my interest a little bit more, but I, I don't know. I have an itch to play a tactics game for whatever reason. Yeah, and uh, and I also have the itch to rewatch Game of Thrones, which I would like to do before <laughs> House of Dragon comes out in August. So I need mm, to get moving mm-hmm. on that. Mm, yeah, um, time. Yeah. What so, you mean? so there's such short episodes, and they go by so fast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'll probably finish the demo and then uh, maybe pick the library copy up when you drop it back off (laughs) (laughs) well it'll be there on monday so uh, look forward to that um but yeah having only seen the first season of game of thrones uh because my my hbo max uh service was so rudely ripped away from me um shout out fran thanks for letting me use your hbo max subscription while you had it Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh no just like yeah, it's 
that that's a great way to describe the the style of story that unfolds in triangle strategy um it's it's in that same like fan fantasy medievalish time uh there's magic and knights and swords and shields and archers and all that stuff uh however at least to this <laughs> point there hasn't been any like dragons or like magical beasts or goblins or anything like that which is which is totally fine for the story they're they're telling and i'll just tell you the summary of the story i'm not going to tell any details in case any of you guys want to play it but the whole crux of the game revolves around uh salt trade like literal salt which sounds hilarious like everything I mean, that it was, was a big, it was a big thing it was a big thing back then so it makes yeah sense. i'm um, pretty sure they've made movies about like people who are pirates and steal water so yeah 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 that's <laughs> true, true. true yeah um but yeah i was i just thought that was funny like everything that's happening right now is because of salt i have so much on my table like <laughs> <laughs> um it's right here yeah uh but yeah once i get done with uh triangle strategy um i i'll probably make my way over to the playstation section of the library or um look for pokemon mystery dungeon rescue team dx uh which is a game i have here on uh looking forward to playing in my switch section uh again it's just a, a different style of pokemon game looks really interesting kind of uh dungeon crawler-esque um and you play you are a pokemon in this game um i don't know too much about it other than you are a pokemon and you uh, go rescue other pokemon from dungeons uh, which they very uh, graciously say in the title. So that's kind of where <laughs> I gleamed that from. But <laughs> have you played that game, Amy? I have not. That, those are, I pretty much stuck with most of the main um, yeah, same. The Pokemon games. In my old age, I'm like, I need to try all these other ones before I pass. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm about to be 35 in June. Okay, so yeah, you're getting out there, bro. The clock's uh, ticking. Clock's ticking I mean, you know? do you have your will and testament ready to go? Uh, no, but I've been thinking about it. I mean, it's never too early. It's never too early, guys. It's actually, not untrue. <laughs> um, especially since uh, a large portion of my job revolves around people's estates. So. <laughs> I know all too well, unfortunately. Anyways, uh, back to fun, happy things. Uh, I would love to play Octopath Traveler on the Switch like we talked about a little bit earlier. I just think, again, that that, that game's pretty much, uh, you know, early Final Fantasy 1 style game. Uh, I th- I just think it would play fantastic on the Switch. I'm always for looking sure. for those games. You should and check I, out Bravely Default, too. As well. uh, yeah, I really should. Um, it's just... Octopath seems like another like longer type game, and I just feel like that'd be so much better suited for the portability of the Switch. Yeah. Uh, but the next game I'm going to stream after Horizon Zero Dawn is uh, surprise another tactics game, but this one Mario and Rabbids Kingdom, which I'm yeah. really excited yeah. I keep to hearing play. about those games. I've never played any of them though. It looks so cool. I mean, it's a Mario game, but it's a tactics game, and ah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, know, dude. it's XCOM, but Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, shout out BioCiv showing me a great sale on this. I think I got it for like 13 bucks or something <laughs> ridiculous. It is insane for any like first party Nintendo game. Like when they're on sale, they don't hard they they rarely go under like 40 bucks. Uh, somehow Bio found this for like $13. Oh man, I find those Switch games on sale for under 20 bucks all the time. Dude, did I tell you I got my uh, Breath of the Wild for like 17 bucks? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. He actually stole it from somebody and then felt bad and threw $17 on them. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, that's what that's what I've been playing lately. Um again, you know, if you got PlayStation 4 recommendations, throw them in Discord or if it's one of you guys like chat me or something. Um because you know, fi- I I figured there was a PlayStation and Xbox section at the library. I just I hadn't taken the time to seek it out. And then uh, my girls were checking out their like 500 books that they always <laughs> borrow from the library. And I was like, let me walk around the library because the baby in the stroller is crying and she stops crying when I push her around. So let's see what's over here. <laughs> and wouldn't you know? The glorious PlayStation section. And I was like, oh, it's the greatest day ever. Um, dude, this is the best idea ever. That's Joe a really says, idea. we should really have a sale watch spot in the Discord. What's buying? Hey, <laughs> what's buying? Love it. I got it. I mean, we have a we now have a what's listening channel where we talk about music. We have a what's cooking channel, thanks to Joe, where he posts pictures of things he's made, mainly all the brisket he uh smoked several weeks ago which looked so tasty <laughs> we'll, we'll add a what's buying post good sales in there i like that it's a good idea that's a good idea um i always love it when chad slouches back and covers his entire head with his microphone <laughs> <laughs> back starting to hurt i was leaning back getting my back rest i love it um speaking of discord one you should join it but two uh every week we ask you your thoughts and opinions on the week's topic and this one of course we wanted to know what you guys have been playing lately uh and we have quite a few replies so let's get through these um peace love aims says uh <laughs> Elden Ring, dragon, age, dragon age origins obviously she just talked about them predictable um yeah <laughs> cozy contagion says oodles of indie horror games a little bit of overwatch um he just we just put a video of Cozy Contagion playing through Sweet 776, I think it was called. Um and it was it's a good watch. You should go check it out. Uh the game, it's a it's one of these indie horror games, and it was it kind of gave off uh vibes of PT, if you guys remember that on PlayStation, where you're just kind of like walking through a hall and weird stuff keeps happening and all that stuff. Um Let's go check that out. <clears throat> Joe Cross says, I've been plugging through Horizon Forbidden West and played some Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga with the grandson. We also played some of the new Mario Party, which has terrible characters, and Mario Kart. Also got my butt whooped at Super Smash Brothers by a 10-year-old. Been playing the Flesh and Blood trading card game in real life and some Pokemon Unite with Hexseed on the Switch. Um, have any of you guys? Uh, Chad has not played Horizon Forbidden West, 
bio, you said that's not your your type of game, right? Correct. Amy, have you played any of the Horizons? I haven't. I wouldn't mind playing them. I just haven't. Hmm. I've been pretty behind on what is popular for most of my games. I totally relate to that. I get them <laughs> years later. Yeah, same, same. Well, um, at least you're on Elden Ring. That's true. Right. You're right. <laughs> on the you're cusp right. there. Uh, how about Lego games? I was watching him and his grandson stream the, the Skywalker saga, and it looked super cool. Uh, I've played that, some of the Lego games. They're really fun. Like They're pretty cute. Yeah, I played Skywalker Saga on the Steam Deck, actually, and it was freaking cool, man. I can't wait to get to it, but it's going to be like a $5 pickup at some point for me. Like Maybe maybe when Obi-Wan comes out, I might be more apt to, to pick it up, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, w- he was playing uh, co-op with his grandson, and uh, I was wondering... If they had, if they supported online, they do not, which is sad because I feel like that'd be a really fun game to be able to play, not, you know, maybe able to play online with somebody. But no, of course, Nintendo, why would they do that? (laughs) Do the other, oh no, he was playing on PS4. So it's just a Lego thing, I guess. Uh, Mario Kart, they just released all those new tracks, right? Was it like 50 new tracks or 25 new tracks? Oh my gosh. Something crazy. Bunch of new tracks, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, he's a big trading card guy, you know, just winning all those play mats. PM Fusion, uh, an, an old Discord member uh, coming out of the woodwork. He says, I just finished beating Elden Ring. Now it's put me into an RPG kick, so I started playing Pokemon Emerald and Final Fantasy VIII recently. Uh, that's awesome. Dog 586 says Gran Turismo 7. Uh, either of you guys, uh, either any of you, because uh, there's more than two. Uh, you guys into the Gran Turismo games, racing games? I know Bio's a, a Forza guy. Neil actually, Hi. Neil likes racing games. Yeah. He's got a little racing wheel. It's oh, not nice. this big. It's bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Racing wheel for the racing Neil. Does he play uh, Gran Turismo? What's his racing game of choice? He liked the iRacing <laughs> stuff, don't you? He's mostly played like iRacing since he got it, but we played some racing game. It was a while ago, though. I don't remember. Remember nice. you like? This is really lackluster. Forza? Forza? Yeah. Yeah. Forza. Nice. Dude, those games are so gorgeous. Like, Oh, my God. They look really? so good. Uh, uh, Scarlet Cam says I've been playing surprise surprise a lot of Destiny 2 especially since the Queen came out or the Witch Queen came out it was an amazing campaign and I also just beat the first DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, probably going to start the Siege of Paris DLC for Valhalla this weekend love it uh, anything Viking which by the way I was looking for games similar to Triangle Strategy to play after I beat it and once you know uh, I have the Banner Saga 1 and 2, which is a Viking yeah. tactics game. It's cool. <laughs> I played the first one. It's really cool. Uh, I mean, come on. Combining uh, a couple of my favorite things these days. Love Vikings. Uh, and then lastly, Underfunded Scientist says, legitimately tons of glow home. I just added a massive asteroid field with 800 plus individuals, all simulating physics. 
uh, I can't get enough of seeing stuff bust through it. But I also play Call of Duty Warzone occasionally because it's uh, sort of match time when I'm low on minutes and want to shoot someone in the face. Uh, that's good. Um, <laughs> and I check out every single Minecraft snapshot, the betas. Uh, looking forward to this upcoming wild update. The Warden and Deep Dark Cities are crazy. Never really got into Minecraft myself. Any of you guys? No? Yep. I played Minecraft yeah. as soon as it, yeah, when it first came out. Uh, me and my buddy Phil, uh, we were playing that. We had our own server that we were running on. And uh, I've, I've purchased Minecraft on every console that I own from <laughs> that point forward. And my Dang. kid plays Minecraft. Now, I don't play Minecraft now. I don't give a damn about that game because I've spent, <laughs> you know, so many years playing it. Right, right. Point. But, you know, uh, they do some wild stuff with that game now. Mm-hmm. It's not I, like played, it uh, I played Minecraft one time at work with a buddy split screen. And the goal was to make whoever could make the biggest, coolest castle. And I made a <laughs> badass big castle. And he spent the entire time putting TNT on the outside of my castle. Oh, I knew it. And blew oh. it up as soon as I was done with it. And then I... <laughs> Fucked off oh. away from that game for the rest of my life, and I'll never play it again. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's amazing! I mean, shame on me for not noticing that he was doing it the whole time. I was just so focused on my, you know, masterpiece that, <laughs> that <is> so funny. <laughs> uh, Joe says my brother used to be an iRacing racing commentator. I didn't Very know interesting. Have commentators, if I'm being honest, I think yeah. it's a lot bigger than I realized. I've never even heard of iRacing. People take it pretty seriously, I think. They have professional series, and um, they actually win prize money and stuff. I love how (laughs) Chad... Are you in the same room as Amy, Chad? Because you both look like NASCAR. (laughs) Oh, did I look? Yeah, I did look over that way. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Totally unintentional. Neil's just really tall. He's so <laughs> tall that he's talking. He goes into Chad's screen up there. Um, that's awesome. I love esports. So anything that has commentating, cool in my book. Um, speaking of Chad and microphones, uh, Joe says I was going to comment on Chad's mic face earlier. I thought he was playing peekaboo. Yeah, he does. And then he did after he saw that comment. And then I did. Yes. Oh, you did. Sly, nice. nobody else saw it. <laughs> um, little combination of Vikings and Minecraft. Keep your eyes out for a Showboys Valheim server coming soon okay. to a Valheim game near you. Um, and lastly, Underfunded says, also have a stupid number of hours into Super Auto Pets. Expansion 2 is supposed to drop soon. Its beta is also now playable. Never heard of Super Auto Pets. Um, yeah, that wraps up our Answer the Boys section. Thank you guys so much for your replies. We love reading them. Uh, and we just love all of your discourse in our Discord. It's always fun, fun time uh, getting a chat with all of you guys. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to get off your chests before we uh, wrap up here? I do. Uh, Chad, I... I... Uh, played through Ghost of Tsushima. Uh-oh. I was not oh, happy playing the game oh, God. from the beginning. We're about to be all here for another the hour. way until I beat it. 
I then beat it. And then I really started enjoying the game. After I beat it, it was like the game opened up for me. And I went through and I went through. (laughs) Like, oh my God, for days I was messaging Mike like, Oh man, I just wiped out this whole area, this <laughs> this farm, this this fishing community. Yeah. Just... So was that because you streamed it? You were just beelining the story? Because yes. honestly, I feel like that's the worst way to play it, really. Because it's yeah. it, it's a game where you just got to go in and just freaking come across whatever you come across. It's it's a tough it's a tough genre to to stream because. Everyone wants to tell you what to do next. And yeah. I'm like, just shut the fuck up, dude. Like, yeah. this is <laughs> yeah. my game I'm playing. Sit there and enjoy. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. chill with me. I'm glad that you... I'm glad that you enjoy it because the last yeah. I saw you were not enjoying it. And I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, who, who is this guy? What happened to the biosiv that I knew? <laughs> but now that you've now that you've come around on it, I'm happy. Yeah, man. I wanted to let you know because I I know you were you were like, yeah, you got to play this game. And I was like, man, this game is garbage. I'm so upset with. And then the game was done, and I was like, I love this game. This game is so much more fun. Yeah, good man. Oh, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's a, like it's got some of the best side content of any game that I played. Not quite Witcher level, but hopefully the sequel gives us Witcher level side content. Nice. Just want to make a quick disclaimer: Showboys podcast is not responsible for anyone injured on or during an episode of the Showboys podcast. That's my knee. <laughs> my knee on my desk. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, before we get off here, uh, make sure you go check out BioCiv streaming through the week. Uh, what times? Usually like four, or five to sometime in the evening. Yeah, usually get on by five or six uh, p.m. Eastern, and then I'm I'm off by eight or nine. Usually, uh, I mean, it depends on how messed up I am, and depends on you know what other streamers are on that night. You know, uh, if somebody else is getting on around eight, I'm like, ooh, guys, I gotta go. I'm gonna sit back with my seltzer water. And- yeah. Um. Yeah, you you always want to tune into BioStream because you never know how they're going to end. You might get one of those legendary. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to end, and in in fact, a lot of the time, I still don't know how they ended. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Tune in BioSiv over on the Facebook and maybe on the Twitter or Twitch. Yeah. Are you streaming all over the place, or still just on Facebook? Uh, Facebook and Twitch. Uh, Facebook, I got BioCiv, and then uh, uh, Twitch, it's the BioCiv. There you go. And then, of course, uh, Peace Love Ames streaming. She's back in the game. Finally, uh, Elden Ring. Just if you just want to watch the Attack on Titans version of a streamer play Elden Ring, and you'll get that reference if you've listened to me talk about Attack on Titan. Because I just feel like I'm being yelled at and screamed at the entire time. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, very, very, very fun Elden Ring streams. Uh, are you? I, I haven't been seeing you on YouTube. No, well, Ring. because I didn't. So I guess I don't know if I'm looking at it. Oh. I'm like approaching it the right way. Oh, um, no. My my goal was. I'm not very good at this. Neil. Uh, just my hear, go- hear Neil groaning oh. in the background. <laughs> 
Um, my goal is to, um, because Elden Ring is kind of like so fluid, there's not really, it's, there's a story, but it's like kind of rough and loose. Um, mm -hmm. it feels more fitting to like, it feels more fitting to Twitch because I just, I, like, it wasn't really my intention to stream it to start. Um, mm -hmm. but your girl got put on some Zoloft, so she's finally <laughs> feeling better. And so I wanted to start <laughs> playing video games again. And after, uh, Siv mentioned like you should stream that I'm like you know what he's actually right uh so that was it was not like I said it was really not my intention to um to stream that game but it has been going well and I, people seem to enjoy my anguish <laughs> so it works um, yes. uh it's very funny you guys should tune in over but on I wanna, what is it just peace love aims yes. on twitch I want to put dragon age back on um uh youtube but it's it's more like story driven so i yeah. feel like it does better as like more of a series than this elden ring because i can just kind of pick that game up wherever i feel like it right right and you're gonna get murdered anywhere you go in that game so <laughs> <laughs> joe says best decision ever it's currently my favorite streams there you same, go same same uh yeah, so go check them out. Make sure you guys follow them. They also have YouTube pages that you can find on our featured channels on our YouTube page, Showboys Podcast, and I think also on Showboys Gaming. Uh, so go subscribe to all of those and our pages. Follow them on Twitch. Uh, go like and follow on Facebook. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks, Joe, for hanging out. Hope we made your uh, work night a little more tolerable, and everyone else who stopped by, I appreciate it uh join our discord for real it's fun you can talk to all four of us in there and even nick um chad i still gotta say you're man you're just impressing me on discord lately <laughs> just popping try, in there try. dming you know having yeah. conversations oh, trying my best chad seafood tomorrow right yes yes oh man Oh, I'm looking forward to that. The return <laughs> of the Chad. Yes. Uh -huh. Return We're back. Of the it's just the lost judgment has been holding my attention more than Sifu at the current moment. So nice. But I did say I did commit to Friday, so we'll be there. Okay. I was about to say this, uh, but Joe beat me to it. It's because he has fans now. <laughs> That's right. People come into Discord just for Chad. It's great. Somebody did. That was it's so actually cool. true. Yeah, it's actually true. <laughs> who was okay. the guy who was streaming Sifu earlier? And yeah. Like, no, I'm that mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Me, the Chad, the most Chad of all Chads. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you, BioSiv, for coming on short notice, and Amy for coming on on even shorter notice. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. We love chatting with you. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a great evening. Goodbye.
So I have a story for you guys about this Bulbasaur plushie. Bought this at Walmart the other night. And my four-year-old whispered to my wife, is daddy buying that for me? <laughs> she, she was so mad at me. <laughs> She's like, I've never slept with a Pokemon stuffed animal before. And I was like, and you still aren't. <laughs> Savage. 